Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode was recorded during GradFest 2021, featuring Courtney Ward from Randox, a sponsor of our theme, Sell Your Vision, Commercial Awareness and Improving Business Practices, and is hosted by one of our students, Claire Mulligan. Hi everyone, my name is Claire. Um, I'm a final year film studies and production student. Um, so I'll be your host for today's GradFest Q&A event. So these events are designed to get um, interactive and informative resources for students and to connect with potential employers, hopefully after graduation at some point. Um, so I think it's common knowledge that it's important to, when you're job hunting, to network. So I think that GradFest is a great opportunity to get those connections going early before we graduate. Um, so the employer joining us today is Roundox. So Roundox sponsors our Sell Your Vision theme for today. Um, Roundox have played an integral role with the UK's testing program for COVID-19 and they've been developing technologies to find cure for diseases such as Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease and cancer. Um, so today Courtney is joining us today. She is a quality team leader at Roundox and we'll be discussing how commercial awareness and organisation impact business practices. So their skills such as organisation, time management and negotiation have undoubtedly been exercised by students in their studies. But I think it's important to discover how do you transfer those skills from your studies to an actual professional job. So today we'll be finding out that's today with Courtney. So please feel free to post any comments or questions and we'll get to those questions at the end. So thanks very much for joining us today, Courtney. Yes, finally. <laughs> finally, I got <laughs> there, so I got there, yeah. <laughs> So sorry for that technical issue. I just thought, oh, nope. well, I'm happy to be the one to start the disasters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our first question is, what does commercial awareness mean to you? Hey, so commercial awareness to me means having a real understanding of all the key companies operating in a specific industry or area or sector. You know, a knowledge of the different products that those different companies sell, what services they offer, and any kind of direct competitors, you know, companies offering the same product, you know, or any kind of slight differences between those products that they offer. And kind of my advice to graduates would be to really do your market research. Yes, you may be interested in various different, you know, sectors or kind of companies, but make sure you've done a little bit of digging, a little bit of research around that area and who, particularly in maybe the geographical area you're interested in, who are the key players you know, in that area. Mm -hmm. I know, I think commercial awareness sounds so big and scary to students sometimes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, so what ways might an employer assess commercial awareness on an application form or a cover letter that will give you a clue that they're talking about commercial awareness? So is this through like buzzwords or is it from specific examples through the work experience part of a CV or cover letter? Yep. So they'll look that you've actually done your research. You know, they'll look that you've actually tailored your your cover letter or application to that specific employer or sector. That's one of the biggest things. Show, show them that you have done the time and the research in their area. You know, that, so they'll take their time with your cover letter. If you haven't taken the time with them, they're not going to take their time with you. So, you know, making sure that you demonstrate that you have an awareness of the business landscape, you know, that you are aware of that. And how that role that you're planned for fits into it, you know, they'll want to see that you've actually read the job spec and you've demonstrated that again back in the cover letter, you know, that you've hit all those key like, essentials criteria in it. Mm -hmm. um, just indicate them as you're aware that how they sit into other companies. And that's, I think really said tailoring is the biggest thing, tailoring that you've read, you know, 
their details and if you answer all of the you know the, the criteria or the desirables that they're looking for or address some of them then they'll know that you've actually read it and that you're happy you know, um and understanding you know what it is they're actually looking for yeah i used to think with like the criteria i used to think oh surely they don't want me just to repeat that but then i realized no they're giving you those pointers for a reason include them <laughs> um sorry i think our connection's kind of lagging with courtney i'll just see if this is going to come back on it's kind of buffering a bit um I'm on 4G, so <laughs> I hope it survives. Um, oh, are you, are you are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just buffering for a bit there. Um, hopefully that's the last of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it only takes so many. Um, yeah. So how can you demonstrate an understanding of business and knowledge of its activities or products? How it makes money safe, for example, how it's managed, and how the role could be applied for um, the organization in an interview. So take every opportunity in your interview to demonstrate. So as I said, doing that market research and that research into the company beforehand is really critical, but make sure you take the chance to express that in the interview. Don't do all that research and then not say anything about it unless, you know, don't wait for the question, take your opportunity. Um, so the common questions will be, you know, why did you apply for this role for this company? That's your key there to go and demonstrate all that research. You know, do you know, do they have a top selling product or service? You know, mention that you know about that. Have they been demonstrating that they're moving into a new area or they have a new up and coming product? You know, mention that, oh, you've seen that, you know, you're aware that they have that product or that service and offering. Have they won any awards for any of their products or services? You know, you can always drop in, oh, I know that, you know, award winning, you know, um, product or service and things like that. Um, big one would be to read the latest news section. So a lot of companies, particularly Randox, we'll always put new brand new things or things that are happening in the company on the latest news on our website. So always checking that because that'll be the big things they want to share. So that's actually, that's your first checkbox. Oh, I've actually went on the website, you know, and I've read what's <laughs> happening with that company. Mm-hmm. Definitely, compliments are key. <laughs> um, buffering a wee bit again. I'm not sure if it's my end or Courtney's end. Maybe it's a mixture of both. Um, oh, you're back. <laughs> um, let's see. So you kind of already touched on this. So I personally have heard just from like interview practice, from like my course and things like that, that you're we're supposed to research doesn't just mean to rehash everything on the website but I used to always think like what more is it to the website so how so what kind of research can you do apart from the website you know when it comes to like when's the right opportunity to you know put in there I know you've won this what this award or you're working on this when's the do you think the most appropriate moment to do that is it in the introduction or is it kind of in the middle of an interview why are we interested in this role? You know, what does this role mean to you? If your role directly relates to any of those new products or latest news, you know, um, for example, if I was to do it for kind of my role, you know, what what interests you in a quality role? You could say, oh, well, I'm interested, you know, in having high standard testing, you know, making sure that everything is, everything, all the testing is meeting all the criteria. I saw you recently got your UCAS accreditation or, you know, you just were awarded, um, you know, other accreditation for a certain test. You could, that's be a nice way to roll that in. 
So mm-hmm. I think prepping beforehand is always really good. So if I have an interface, what I would do would be to write down those key questions that I think they're going to ask and prep little bullet point answers. You know, mm-hmm. maybe like an exam, you know, prepping yeah. for and making sure. Yes, half the time it goes out the window when you're in, <laughs> you know, an interview and you're nervous. But having <laughs> done that beforehand, it will, you know, at least thought through the answers um, before, you know, going into it. Exactly. You kind of have to find a balance of like what's scripted in your head and what's really natural. Um, can yeah. I just quickly ask, are your head, are your um, headphones connected? Is there a mic with it? Because I think, yeah. um, I can't hear you quite as clearly. Maybe there's like a mic connected to your headphones, maybe. No, I can't hear you at all now. Maybe disconnect that. <laughs> no? No? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's much better. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> So how important is it then if, for a graduate to um, keep up with economic and political trends and what exactly does that mean? That is a really difficult, particularly for a graduate. You know, that's something that you're only going to learn when you get into an industry. You know, there's only so much research in that you can do without the experience and the job role of how these different things can affect different the businesses. So I think being, being aware that they can. So example would be kind of like, oil and gas political trends you know will affect that um clothing industries different economic upturns and downturns you know will affect that a co- the COVID-19 pandemic is the biggest one um there so whenever we began the testing back in March 2020 you could not get your hands on supplies and materials for testing they became like gold dusts when the entire world is trying to test for COVID-19 lab consumables pipettes reagents all become you know the limiting factor industries not being able to get in to manufacture them to get out so that was a key thing that's something that even me before this all happened I would didn't even think that that could have an effect um so that was an experience that I had you know going through um, my role again rollout of vaccinations is another good one you know that was a real political and economic debate how the vaccines you know were shared out so being up to date with current affairs reading really good kind of online publications you know that talk about these things um it's a really good way even if you don't need to know the ins and outs of it a, a very broad level understanding is it will set you apart from most other graduates you know by even actually having went that bit further and try to get that understanding mm-hmm. that's so true you forget that what's happening around she's very much and until well you changing. <laughs> until you experience it yourself as for myself you know you will learn that as you go along so you're not expected to know the ins and outs but having de- been able to demonstrate that you've tried to go that extra mile is really good yeah it's good to know your like the efforts appreciated then <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> um let's see how important is it for a candidate to research um like keeping up to date with knowledge of an industry or knowing the major players so the comp- competition that you're up against with the with a brand how important is it to know all of those i think it is important because particularly for certain roles it'll be more important so if you're doing sales for example you know that's really really important that you go in and know well actually i know that your company is the best seller of, of this reagent you know so and i know that it's up against these other you know players um and difference in geographical you know where does that company sell in you know will be very important um again you'll not be expected to know everything but you know having an awareness of that is so it's it's very important but i said following different publications there's lots of resources online you know that will do these kind of reports and trends you know of different areas but again social media posts that's actually linkedin is actually a really great source 
um, you could follow CEOs of companies, you know, different people, and they're always going to be posting online when something is doing well. They'll post those key facts and figures. So it's it's hard to keep up, particularly as a student, if you're doing your exams, you know, you can't be expected to spend all day long um, like all these, but just dipping in and out of it. Create like your own kind of professional Twitter, your own professional, you know, well, your LinkedIn will be, but, you know, one tailored to that. So you can say, oh, well, actually half an hour today, I'm going to sit and have a little look at the industries and note down. And then you can note down any key facts and figures that you see. But again, company new feeds, for example, our Randox news feed, we've publicised quite heavily our achievements with the COVID-19 um, pandemic and our different testing. Um, so we will always put things on there quite regularly. So if the company's really engaged in social media, it actually makes it a lot easier because <laughs> um, they'll be posting stories quite regularly. I know it's so good that you actually have such an accessible uh, platform like LinkedIn and on social media just to keep up to date. Oh, like you don't have to always go out and buy the newspaper or something like that. We are scrolling through kind of stuff is unrelated. <laughs> you know, it's all quite yeah focused in there, so it's really useful. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, how can you demonstrate a, an awareness of how your role affects business performance and how your actions as a graduate employee may affect the business's bottom line? Because I think sometimes you go into as a graduate, you kind of think, what impact am I really making? So um, how can you demonstrate that? I think kind of read around the role. There's a lot of roles, despite being vastly different industries, will have they may have different names, but it'll be a very similar role. You know, particularly certain sizes of companies will have the same role, no matter what it is that the sector that they're in. See if you can find any testimonials from people. You'll f often find online people saying, oh, a day in the life of such and such, you know, a specific role. Um, can you find anything detailing those different roles? Every role is imperative to a business. So being able to see how it fits in the bigger picture is important. Reach out to people on Instagram or Instagram on LinkedIn, you know, in that role. Could I have some questions about that? Could some people will be responsive to that? You know, they will be willing to offer you some advice on that. And also highlight any kind of experience or transferable skills you have, no matter where you've worked in, what area, you will always have a transferable skill. There's skills, you know, like communication, teamwork, that no matter what role, no matter whether you're the top dog or the just entry level, you will have be demonstrating the same skills across the board. So even if you're going from one sector to another and it's a complete 180, you will have transferable mm -hmm. skills. Um, that was really when we had to hire lots of testing staff, obviously the testing numbers that we do. We got a lot of applicants from people with non-science backgrounds. Um, but they were able to demonstrate to us that, you know, yes, I have don't have a science degree, but I have all these key transferable skills. And they were then, they slotted right into the roles with us. Um, so, you know, and for me, from my background, I got pulled in from assay design and then was then in doing PCR testing. So it really is, I had transferable skills and to do that. Yes, some of them were technical, but there was a lot of other skills that I've gotten from other roles that were so important to my participation in the Randox kind of national testing program. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I feel like say I do film and I used to, I think you always get the, like there's the assumption of you just watch films for a living or something like that. And you're just like, yeah. funny enough skills are actually involved. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's so good. I think to, um, that you have transferable skills, at least to talk about during interviews, it really does yeah. fill the time. You'll always, you'll always have a, a transferable skill. You always will. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are your top tips to develop a commercial awareness? 
as I said before, it is a lot of time and effort, and particularly when you're still doing your studies, it can be a bit overwhelming. But just that little bit, and often, I think, keep yourself in the loop, particularly if you have a passion for a certain industry or a certain sector um or a certain company you know you may have followed it from your young you just keeping that up up to date into that um as i said have specific you know professional twitter accounts that you follow all relevant people that you can dip in and out of um whenever you want to set up email alerts you know for relevant um twitter feeds well relative terms you know um roles follow different reporters or some reporters who are very interested you know in certain sectors you know they'll always publish really useful information for you and then so i think little and often is the key it can be overwhelming um but even taking that first step forward and trying to look into it will really set you apart from other graduates Mm-hmm. I know it's so difficult to keep up to I think when you're a student especially if you're applying for a job and there's a deadline for the job and you haven't updated your CV within a few months yeah. so oh yeah <laughs> 100% 100% definitely um, so how important is our time management organisation skills planning skills and prioritisation so how important are these and how can you develop them they are really important as I said no matter what area you work in be it business be it science and R&D you know be it um, sales be it anything all of these that all these skills are transferable and they're very important in all those different roles and you will develop them and no matter what role that you're in it's really important to ask for like feedback so from both your peers and from maybe your supervisors or anything like that you know can they offer you any um constructive feedback you know of anything of any of those particular skills that you think oh actually i need to build on because sometimes it's hard to see from outside you know someone else would say well actually you're really good you know, time management, I'm really impressed with that. Um, maybe your organisation could be a bit better, but these are the things you can do. Um, so getting feedback is really good. And, you know, just being vocal in that, making one of the big things that our graduates are coming in now is the fear of the phone, you know, yeah. with sending email. <laughs> you know, and a lot of, you know, no matter what business you're in, you need to pick up that phone. You know, someone's yeah. asking you, we need a response, we need that information right now. I, I'm guilty of it sometimes. Oh, I'll drop my wee email first and give them a couple of hours. You know, you need to no. be confident picking up the phone. And even me, it took me even after all of my studies and my PhD and stuff, you still, it was all emails whenever I went actually into the kind of a job, you know, an industry job, you have to be able to do that. Um, so just, you can always follow up. It's always really good to follow up with an email. I think that's a great thing with a call, you know, ring, discuss those and then say, as we discussed on the phone, here's all the points we covered. So you have that record of it. Um, but yeah, that's a, a big thing. You know, don't afraid to be focal. Don't be afraid to pick up the call. You'll forge relationships that way. And then you can always call them again if you need them. It's always good to get relationships with people in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Keep your phone on loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to ask what's a good way to answer commercial awareness questions and in interviews. So, for example, if I was in an interview and I got asked, what skills do you require for a process driven or project management role? How can I answer that question as a student who doesn't, you know, have professional experience, really, apart from studies? I think one of the big things for that would be flexibility. So um, being able to show, oh, well, actually, I've been involved in a number of different clubs and societies. You know, I've juggled a part-time job with my studies, you know. Um, I've been able to do it that way. Because um, project management, you'll never really have one project. You'll probably have five, you know, and you'll have to keep them all ticking along. So your different 
core courses? Have you had any courses that have run side by side? You know, different courseworks um, for those. I'll be able to show, well, actually, I was able to manage all those, you know, see them as many projects, you know, um, that you've got yourself through to the end. Communication, you know, is really, really important. As I said, you know, I can pick up the phone, I can call people, um, I can communicate with people of very different levels. You know, were you like a student rep? You know, I communicated with um, lecturers, you know, kind of key people in the course organization. But then you also communicated with your peers. So that's demonstrating, you know, I can communicate with people above me and also my peers as well. Um, persuasion and negotiation, it's a hard one to um, demonstrate, particularly as a student. I used to give um, workshops on how to do this. I remember because it, it was a very <laughs> difficult thing to pick up. But, you know, have you had to um, negotiate, um, persuade different clubs for time? No use of a room. Use of a football pitch, that's, you know, that's persuasion and negotiation. Um, when you're going to have certain tutorials, you know, did you have to negotiate that? Um, <laughs> just being able to, like, a jury, able to reevaluate, you know, and summarise everything that you're doing, you know, and keep checkpoints. It's always, you know, checking in, you know, making sure that um, if your process doesn't work, you're able to change, you know, and reevaluate it, you know. Doesn't, doesn't matter if you're wrong, but you know, when you're able to like, okay, that didn't work, I'll try another thing. Always the end goal is to get that project through the, the goal post at the end. Mm -hmm. I think especially when you're actually doing, like say a coursework or something like that, you're not actually aware of what skills you're using a little bit. So it actually yeah. takes a moment to like, sit, take yourself back a bit and think, wait, what am I doing here? Particularly, you used a lot of time, I remember being given courseworks, one was due in three months, and I knew when it was going to be due in three months or when it was due in a month. So you actually are, you don't realise you're doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing is, everyone will have evidence of these skills. It's taking the time to sit down and actually write them down. You know, I'll be able to be specific with them. You will have them. It's just it's one of the hardest things. And keep a little record, you know, keep a little record for yourself when you demonstrate certain things. And then when it comes to those job interviews, you can open your book and be, oh, I did that that day and I did that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um... So I'm just going to give another example for a kind of commercial awareness question. So how would you be able to answer a question if you were asked, how do you organize your workload or prioritize your time? So is it appropriate to say just I can meet coursework deadlines or is that too basic? <laughs> uh, no, but it, 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 sometimes the graduate, that's all the experience you have. You know, not all graduates will have part-time jobs or they'll have you know, done anything outside because we're also laser focused, you know, on your, on your course. That's fine. It's being able to, it doesn't, it's not, it's not like too simple, you know, it's, it's demonstrating, it's showing that you understand that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the biggest thing, you know, like, I know that that is management. I know that's organizing my workload. You know, I, ha what's always nice to be is to be specific. You know, I was given 10 pieces of coursework of various different size and priorities, and I was able to get them all in on time you know, or deliver them ahead of the schedule. You know, that's, it's, it seems straightforward, but that is a demonstration of organizing your workload. Or we were given a, a, a surprise test that we had a week to prep for. So I had to prioritize, you know, my, my workload for that. Just, um, and then just then, you know, being able to, I was clear, you know, with teammates or, or coursework mates, if you're doing a joint piece, you know, we were able to manage our time and prioritize things that way so that's a can be a difficult one but you know you can demonstrate it's being specific i think with anything no matter how simple it may seem on the face of it it is it's you've shown that you understand that that's when you are organizing and can demonstrate it mm -hmm. that's very helpful thank you yeah. um yeah. so how would you answer interview questions on time management because i feel like it's hard to kind of give answers for that without rambling too much about a story so 
Um, if you were asked, tell me a time when you had to juggle different tasks, how can you answer that in a succinct and effective way? Be specific. That's the biggest thing because I said it can be very easy for that. Oh, we did this task and then you start telling the whole story, <laughs> you know, of what happened. You know, be, then be specific that, you know, I did this. I had this um, piece of coursework, Jean. Um We started it. We had two weeks to do it. In the first week, you know, we were able to get to this point. In the second week, we were able to get to that point. At, simultaneously, I was also planning an event for my club. Um, both were due around the same time. It's, it's just being the specificity. Is that really good? Because it shows that you've thought about it. Same with your applications and stuff. Um, if you, A specific example will always go down really well because it shows it's very clear to demonstrate it then rather than, oh, yes, I've done that. You know, well, <laughs> where's the evidence? You know, so no matter how simple the task was or the different tasks you had to do, even if it was two essays, mm. being able to show that you've thought about it and how you were able to deliver that. It's all about, you know, thinking about it and delivering. Don't just say you juggled the two tasks. Well, actually, I delivered them on time and I got a first in both those courseworks, despite also juggling something else at the same time. So it's being specific and show that you, you delivered it on time. And, you know, I if you can, oh, I went above and beyond, you know, I submitted something extra as well. So that's really helpful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so if you were asked, do you work well under a tight deadline? How honest can you be with that? <laughs> yeah, I think for all jobs, there will be deadlines. Some jobs will yeah. all be deadlines from morning, noon and night to some. It'll be certain times, you know, the business kind of calendar, there'll be different um, deadlines. I think you all work under deadlines. Graduates, by the nature of the course, will be deadlines. Mm -hmm. um, I think just showing that you know there's priorities, you know, that you can, you know, well, actually we had kind of five hard deadlines very close together, but I was able to prioritize. Um, you'll always will be in a job, have multiple things going on at once. So same with your course, you'll have simultaneous courses running side by side, you'll have different things to do. So I think, again, being able to, if you're, if you're scared that you don't work so well under deadlines, or is that something that you're still developing? Do the specific, show your specific, well, actually I had a tight deadline for a specific project. I was against the clock and I got it in. I got the project in, I got X kind of, you know, mark on it. Mm -hmm. So you can always do that way, be specific with a, an example if, mm -hmm. if you're a bit worried about answering it. Mm -hmm. I know, you can't just say, take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or part-time job. Oh, sorry, go yeah. ahead. I was just saying a part-time job, usually you're very, if you're working in, I don't know, retail or anything like that, are always very pressured, so you'll have a good lot of, well. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Christmas, that's all I'm saying, I love Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so finally, how important is it to stay calm under pressure? It's really important. Um, I can say from experience of working in the, the testing labs, whenever the samples are flowing in <laughs> um, at an astronomical number, you really have to keep your pressured head it can be overwhelming different work she someone may come in and there's 10 different people van for your expertise so your time at any one point take your time don't be afraid to step back and take your time to think about how you're going to respond to all of these different pressures so i think some people will just go ahead and start you know rushing through but i think it's important to take even if it's five ten minutes kind of sit down i always make lists you know, what's the things I need to do? And I still, even if it's tiny, I'll write it down and I'll tick it off because it always feels really good to do oh, that, you know, and then 
because otherwise you're just sitting thinking oh I've 10 things to do and you can't focus on the job at hand so sometimes writing it all down I've been right what how do I need to prioritize it take that 10 minutes take that half an hour take that hour even if you're under pressure it, that's most important same with I was thinking of essay answers taking that time to brainstorm your answer to it transfers to you know kind of under being pressured different projects at work take the time and then you know you're going to answer all the things you need to do and you're going to do it effectively Mm -hmm. I actually recently purchased a diary and it's the first time I've had a diary since like school so I really feel like I'm adult in my way into the world now if I have a yeah. diary my goodness no um, my desk is all posted of <laughs> stuff I need to do <laughs> um so that's all of our questions and um, if anyone has a question pop it in I don't see any but that's okay I actually have a question I did a wee stalk on your LinkedIn <laughs> and, um, you, I say that you were in education for a lot of years from your like, undergraduate degree up until your yep. PhD um, yeah how did you find like having all those years of being a student that security with that did you find it difficult to transition from a student to the actual, an actual professional job like being in that kind of nice secure place for so long I think by the time you've done kind of eight years <laughs> in education, <laughs> you're ready for, you're kind of like ready to dive right in, you know. Um, uh-huh. I was lucky that throughout all of my years of studying that I spent a year in a job in a job role. So I worked with um, GSK for a year. That gave me a real insight, you know, into how, you know, business works and little things, you know, it can be quite hard to transition, um, you know, kind of from being student forever student you know and then moving in so that gave me a little bit of insight into that and I always say it's one of the biggest things if you can ever get a chance to get an internship even if it's a week in somewhere that will always make that transition easier um for sure and always just asking questions whenever you go in if you're not sure of how anything works ask a million questions it's the same if you change any job role um if you're not sure some people will just silently trudge along you know without <laughs> with all these questions that they have as i've been vocal do not be afraid to ask because for me if anyone new ever joins i already answer the questions half the time before they ask them because i know i remember when i joined these are all the things that i was worried about um so yeah, okay. people will be will be helpful and they'll help you with that transition but i think by the time i was leaving i was ready <laughs> to kind of switch over. I know. I think it is hard not to feel like a little bit of imposter syndrome if you're first you starting out in a job Absolutely. and you have this like mindset of like, I'm just a student. What can I do realistically? Exactly. But it's great. Students bring fresh eyes to everything. You know, they'll come in and there may be processes that have been going on for years here and it's not great, but no one's really, that's just the way you did it. Whereas then kind of fresh graduates come in, they're like, oh, would it not be easier to do it this way? And because they've come in with a fresh eyes, it, that's really great. And that's helped with so many things. So don't also be afraid to, to question things, you know. They may be like, oh, we have to do it this way because that's X, Y, and Z. That's the policy. And a lot of things, unfortunately, are that. You know, it's just the way it has to go. But there is a lot that can be changed and made more effective. And that's don't be afraid to offer those because I th- people really like to see that, that enthusiasm, you know, that you're not just going ahead and doing it you're already seeing how you can improve things it's always really i love seeing that when new people come in mm-hmm. um i just have one questions come in um should you try and learn facts about a company before an interview so for example a ceo name uh, or a big company wins i think it is definitely as i said a lot of those big things that will happen will be on the website on like the latest news and things like that 
because sometimes they'll questions they'll could be like well why did you apply for our company you know and that's and that's the key time for you to demonstrate that you've actually done your research you know and you know what company you're applying for it's not the list of 50 applications you know that you've done you've actually engaged with that company mm-hmm. um things like i think we more what their big sellers are you know if you're going into r&d for a certain area that you've actually looked what they have available in that area you know do they show a lot about what techniques they use do they use a certain scientific i know i'm very science-based so there's a certain <laughs> scientific technique you know can you read up a little bit on that and show that wait yes i haven't actually done it before but i know that it's done this way you know mm-hmm. so you can do a lot people will be very impressed if you can say even if you can't demonstrate hard evidence that you've done it before but you've actually got an interest in it and you can hold a conversation about it that's really it's yeah it can be very impressive mm-hmm. thank you and there's someone who's just looking to see if there's any updates on the opening date for the new covid laboratory at randox terra ranta hope i pronounced that correctly <laughs> randox ranta yeah oh, so everything yeah. everything um is on our grandox careers website so kind of all our lessons of jobs will be posted on there and that's updated like pretty every day um, with all the various openings that we have. Okay, thank you. Um, so I'm just going to wrap it up then if that's everything there. Um, so from this discussion, it's clear that having a big picture focus on challenges is a very desirable quality to employers. Commercial awareness and understanding of business do not begin during the job, but also as soon as you decide to apply for the position. This can involve researching the company um, knowing what other companies are in the market and staying up to date with current political and economic trends. It's important to note that graduates will become more confident with their experience, so don't worry too much if you think you're a fish out of water with your first professional mm-hmm. job. And I'd like to finally thank, thank you so much, Courtney, for coming on today and uh, taking the time of your days to be here. Um, and thank you everyone for joining and I hope that was useful. And if you want to join us tomorrow at 12, there's going to be another Instagram live with Dermot Murray from version one uh, to answer questions on the office of the future, embracing workplace systems and technology. And if you have any more questions about GrabFest in general, you can go on to the GrabFest website. So thank you so much, Courtney, for um, this. I'm so sorry for the stress we've put you through. No, that, no, oh, no. That's 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 great. <laughs> You're never agreeing on one of these again, probably, after that. <laughs> so no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me. I really enjoyed that. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access all GradFest-related resources, please visit our website go.qub.ac.uk slash GradFest2021 or follow at QB Careers on Facebook Instagram and Twitter.